Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Geekscapists. I'm so glad you're with us one more week to check out your favorite movies, video games, and comic book podcasts. That is Geekscape. Uh, you currently find yourself uh, watching us. I'm Jonathan London, your host every week, and I'm always joined by uh, two well-informed individuals. One or two. One or two. Last, last week we had Corey Roberts. He talked Book right. of Eli. And then we got uh, another Eli here. Uh, Eli Sands and, and his friend Aaron Rasmussen. You guys will remember them. <laughs> butchered our, well, butchered our last names, so man. Well, how do you say your name? Rasmussen. Rasmussen? He's like Aaron Raspberry. <laughs> and then it's Eli what? Sauce. Sauce? You don't, yeah. There's no N in there? I, I you don't, thought, no N in disease. Guys, guys. Yeah. I, I thought guys. it was going to be Eli Sands, his book, or like something no. like that. Eli Sauce? Eli Sauce? I'm yeah, never going to say that. Sauce, Eli Sauce man. sounds like, like you smack out. Yeah, but it's got like, it's got like the most unusual spelling. And then, That's what makes and it so cool. Then, it's so I simple. Didn't, I didn't totally butcher your like, I said Rasmussen, but it's Rasmussen. It was like a six out of ten. It's Rasmussen. But I mean, substitute teachers must have fucked shit up. I mean, yeah, come on. No, everybody always says it perfectly. No. Because I know you guys on a first name basis. I'm not. True, I'm not sitting there true. trying to realize. Uh, I know. Figure like, out your name. Your last name's like Lundon. Yeah. Well, something. my name. I, I have the uh, luck of having a pretty easy to. to yeah, Brian's the only one that goes name. by his last name, right? Could you imagine nope. if Ryan my last name was Bain. pronounced silly, uh, just to be <laughs> silly? Um, so guys, uh, you guys recognize them from the people who tried to kill me one episode when they fed me their demon drink. Those mana energy potions. And a year later tried to kill me How by making me run for three minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I forgot about that. That was great. I love, oh, I, love, yeah. awesome. I love how you guys are feeding me poison, but to kill Gilmore, you just have to make him exercise. <laughs> like, for three minutes. <laughs> He's like, I had those, I almost sweated out my bones. <laughs> no, that was impossible. <laughs> we did it. And you were on the show recently, Mr. Rasmussen. Uh, no. You were on the sh- you were on the show recently talking about your blood energy drink. Yes. Right. Um, how's that been selling? Is it on the market? The, it, the blood. It, it it was. It sold really quickly. The whole thing sold out. Oh. Um. Yeah. In just a few weeks, we were really excited about it, and we just got a new shipment in. So okay. we've been out who of had stock. To, who had to die for you guys to make another shipment? Homeless people and children. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And there's not much in Santa Monica left, so we've we've had to move to downtown. Don't Atlanta. forget people the don't forget the babies. Trust babies, me, there's still yeah, plenty of hobos in Santa Monica. And and how's the mana? How how's the flagship title doing? It's great. I, it's great. I see that stuff in convenience stores in L.A. Every now and then. Definitely, definitely the one near you awesome. guys. Awesome. I like, I like hearing the that. One on the the promenade, that one on the promenade definitely carries it. Yeah, oh, Famima. Yeah. Famima, yeah. The Famima carries oh, it. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, uh, and and I see it every now and then. Comic book stores, things like that. For sure, fries. for sure. Fries, fries still rocking the fries. FYE. And, um, and, so that, it's, and it's that's going there. well for you guys? Yeah, it's going great. And, going uh, great. And, and you guys on the show, um, you, you guys have, you, they called me. This is what happened, Geekscapist. Uh, knowing that I'm the equivalent of a lab rat in their eyes, they called me and said, Jonathan, we have the third uh, energy idea coming out it's not so much a drink or maybe it's a drink as a powder whatever it is we had this idea and we we don't really have anybody to test it on so well, what do you say you're so you're so good at just throwing shit in your mouth <laughs> <laughs> so so why don't you test out this energy thing and uh and what is this you guys have a brand new energy yeah. idea but but you of course want to have me almost kill myself brand new yeah, energy idea yeah. from the late 90s what is this what, what, what is this it's okay. resurfaced so okay what is this what this is okay it's a powder <laughs> it's a powder it's uh it's like pixie sticks on crack it's basically caffeine and sugar mm-hmm. and some flavoring. But it looks like radioactive. Like, and it looks like... radioactive. So it's it's called nuclear energy powder. Okay. It's in three different flavors. Uh-huh. Uh, plutonium pear. Just move your bike to your mouth. Uranium okay. yellow cake, which okay. actually tastes like cake. What is it again? Wait, wait. Say it again. Plutonium, plutonium pear. pear. Oh. Plutonium which, pear. Which I retardedly put on a blue. Okay. Costume. Plutonium pear. Uh, radium raspberry lemonade and uranium yellow cake. What's the screen shit? Plutonium pair. That's plutonium pair. Okay. I don't, I don't know. Okay. Why. Yeah. Th- these are. Okay. So these are the three. So. All right. And you guys need somebody to help me uh, help you uh, decide like like what. You guys are as close as we exactly. come for when like the Today Show has like a cooking person on. Okay. <laughs> so what's this yellow one? What's this okay. Yellow one? So this is uranium yellow cake. Okay. And we actually brought you two flavors of the blue to figure out which one okay. you like better. Okay. I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Okay. This is pear. Um, and it's about 90 milligrams per tube, so be careful yeah. of that. Caffeine. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. A vitamin C. Yeah. <laughs> this tastes also, like cake batter at first. That's, yeah. that's, that's what we're going for. Don't eat the whole thing. Hold on, I'm not going to eat the whole thing. Seriously. <laughs> okay. So what do you think? It's good. It tastes like cake batter, but then it has like an aftertaste. Try this, Gilmore. An aftertaste? No, the, the aftertaste goes towards the uh, opposite direction, but... Hey guys, if, if I start if, <laughs> opposite of cake batter. If, if I start if I start glowing during the course of this show, please don't be alarmed. Wow. That is just energy pummeling through me no, at an this, inhuman this rate. This is very aftertasty. Okay. So the here's the Gilmore. Gilmore, can you get not. Gilmore? Can you get me some scissors over there on the desk? Um, it should be scissors. The, the scissors uh, are. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but I bite my nails. It, we'll you know what? It is perforated, but I bite my nails. Okay. No, no, I got, I got it. So go. the the other thing with these is they stay in your tongue. Okay. Which. Motherfucker, why don't you tell me that I gotta hold the damn show for an hour? Um, the no, yellow be, one doesn't. Okay, okay, I've got the yeah. green. So I've now got the green, green one. What's the green? Plutonium pear. Plutonium pear. Okay. So the the staining okay, we, we the staining we call a radioactive trace. <laughs> you should uh, shake that a little more in and out of your mouth. It's, uh, it's sour. I like this one. This one, the, the green is actually not bad. Guys, uh, yeah. I don't know if this tastes. Eh. Doesn't t- totally taste like a pear. The aftertaste starts getting there, but yeah, I didn't know that it was supposed to taste like a pear. I thought it was just like green flavor. <laughs> yeah, it t- it does taste like green. It does. This might taste like the the Hulk's nutsack. <laughs> here you go. Nutsack flavor is the here's, next one Here is incredible out. Hulk nutsack. <laughs> and then we've got oh wait wait, wait. I got, got the two blues. Okay, I got trying to figure out what this does taste two like. blues. I told you, motherfucker. This is radium. You, you, you take a cheese grater to the Hulk's nutsack and you get the shavings. You can put it in a tube, and that's what oh you got. Oh man, your teeth are green now. Also, <laughs> awesome. Um, audio listeners, too bad. 
Uh, <laughs> they're sitting there going, oh my God, this is the most fucking boring show. The most boring show ever for you guys just got more boring. Okay, I've got two different blues here. I'm opening them both. What do you think, Gilmore? What do you think of the, the Hulk balls? I like the Hulk balls more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't tried the Smurf stack, though, have you? I think that's a, I think that's a license waiting to happen. Yeah, if we could just get a Hulk, Hulk balls. Yeah. These, these yeah. are just shavings from a bunch of different fictional characters' nut sacks. Okay, the, these, <laughs> as, you, shit, as like you can tell, as you can tell, these have two different shades of blue. I'm going to go with the lighter shade right now. What is that? Not really sure. Yeah, I don't oh. know. Fuck <laughs> me. Are you kidding me? Well, all, I grabbed like a prototypes. handful of prototypes. <laughs> yeah. And I think they grabbed a handful of prototypes. You motherfuckers didn't tell me this was a prototype. What's happening to my voice? Okay, I think it's cotton candy. Oh, cotton candy. Oh, cotton candy ought to taste good. Did you see him start bleeding out the eyes casually? <laughs> <laughs> like Casual bleeding. From now. <laughs> hey guys, sorry. I was just, that, that review really choked me up for some time. <laughs> this ain't no fucking cotton candy. Man. <laughs> Which one is that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Name your flavors. That's not cotton candy. <laughs> If that was cotton candy, yeah, that's cotton candy. The, if the, the clown's putting razor blades in it. I like how Gilmore just Gilmore, mounts the entire thing. Like, he's like, Gilmore, Gilmore, does anything in there taste like cotton candy? No, it does taste like blue raspberry, though. Okay, that's that might be raspberry okay. lemonade. Blue raspberry okay. Raspberry. okay. Uh, no, this is, okay, raspberry lemonade. Okay, okay. raspberry lemonade. That's what this tastes like. Right. Yeah, and what, what do you think of this? Good? I think my tongue's this, this bleeding. This is actually not bad. It's just like the green. The yellow is extremely aftertaste. I really think See, my, my tongue is bleeding, I think. <laughs> it's like you guys put fucking asbestos shavings in a fucking... It's fiberglass, actually. I'm 25 years old. When I was in seventh grade, everyone out there my age also would bring this shit to class and we'd get it confiscated yeah. all the time. It was like the thing. Can you snore? Why would you get it confiscated? <laughs> yeah, have you had anybody snore? No, not yet. It's not on the market like yet. Four yeah. or five of these at a time. It was hey, Gilmore, try snorting this shit. All right. Really? I don't think you Wait, should hold, do hold that. Hold on, hold on. Let me, try, let me try the cotton candy. All right. Okay, hold on. <laughs> By the way, this is this is a Geek's Cake exclusive premiere. Actually, this is the, the first place we're showing this at all. And um, it may be the last if Jonathan dies. Uh, the gig's up. No, we man, actually came no, no, here no, to, no, to kill you guys. This, this, doesn't, <laughs> this doesn't fucking taste like cotton candy either. No, see, I have no idea thing. what that is then. Uh, what is that? With, with the flavors of these. Every single one taste, of them? Because none of them's going to taste like anything. No. Right? Unless you tell people it tastes like something. Yeah. So point. you have to tell them what it tastes like that's positive so that, so my that tongue, they don't go in. Like, for example, my tongue's I've been expecting swelling up. cake. <laughs> they should go in not expecting cake and expecting something like nuclear something with nuclear residue on your my, my well, it is it is uranium my, yellow cake. It, yeah, you should expect it to be a little my toxic. Feels like, it's, like swelling up. Hey, show your tongue. I bet oh, it's look at your tongue. Oh my god. Guys, <laughs> Gilmore. Yeah, Gilmore. Look. I don't feel so good. I don't feel so good. Oh my god. My tongue feels like it's two sizes too big. Like, <laughs> Gilmore, try snorting that stuff. I really don't think that's a good idea. Really? That's why I'm yeah. asking Gilmore to do it. <laughs> Gilmore, put, Gilmore, Gilmore, snort, Gilmore. Since Conan O'Brien's off the air, we no, can take the ambulance. Gilmore, to it, Gilmore, okay. Gilmore, snort, snort it off a key like you're a 1980s drug dealer. <laughs> 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 I was actually just looking for a small mirror. <laughs> Bump of plutonium. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, I don't like your energy powder. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, oh. <laughs> you don't you don't do well with caffeine anyway. Yeah, you're not doing well you know? at all. So, guys, so the best thing you can do is like just mainline it with sugar. I'm sure that'll make guys, you feel no, great. No, okay, okay, wait, wait. I, I understand the mana energy potion because you put it in other drinks and it works kind of like a Red Bull. 
the the blood it works the same way. I'm guessing. It right? does. Blood it tastes, is your best tasting. Blood product. tastes great, guys. Yeah, this really shit. What do you do with that? Kill dogs? Like, like, <laughs> like, like what do you do with that? This you eat it straight. This is you eat it straight. Yeah, yeah you don't just pour it right in your mouth. This oh, is uh, cause. Yeah, I mean, like, put, oh, yeah, put we, it with water. Oh, yeah, we did. It didn't, didn't work, work at all. It didn't work out. It's such a pill to dissolve. And, yeah, because, you know, so cool, it comes unsweetened. Guys, what about what about putting yeah. that in drinks? Can you put that in drinks, too? Nah, Not so it just sinks to the bottom. Yeah, because that's, that's what uh, people want to see at bars. You slipping powder <laughs> in someone's drink. Well, all I can say is they say they're taking that shit straight. It's like, I'll be the first, as a friend, I got to tell you, I don't want to take that shit at all. <laughs> you no, might, but we're not the target market. I was going to say, you might the, be getting too old, man. What's you might the target be market? Too a bunch old. of morons? We, we this is a, a, this. This a caffeinated yeah. candy. In, in on it's top candy. Of that, I actually, yeah. This is candy. This isn't an energy drink. This is this candy. Is no, there's all candy. types of bullshit. As far as candy goes, this is fine. Did you ever get those wax things that had maybe like half a, like like an ounce, if like three drops of little candy? Yeah, yeah, yes. Right. yes. That's Bullshit. Those things cost like five dollars. What about the so, wax lips? And you're like, oh, Christmas. That's not even I hated this. So as far as candy goes, this is fine. It's caffeinated geek candy. Okay, and um, awesome. and, and, and it would it be okay for a kid just to take that whole thing? Define like, kid. Like, drink the whole thing. Yeah, kid like, 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 sure. like a fourteen-year-old kid, kid who's oh, like sure, 110 yeah. pounds. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, kids are drinking Red Bulls. Give us a, give us a Under 14. What's a Red Bull equivalent? It's that's just a little bit more than Red Bull. One of them. One of them is. Yeah, Red Bulls 80 milligrams. These are 90. Guy, I, 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 I can't do the, the math back. on the spot. Sorry. <laughs> give, give me something back. This is the one with the most powder. I'm going for the record. Yeah, you do we so well with caffeine. Out what that's supposed to be. Uh, I wonder if that even has caffeine in it. No, uh, no, it does. does it, it does. Yeah. I'll tell you. No, I just grabbed like a handful. <laughs> I tell you, with this. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You know what's funny is you're actually the first person to have that reaction to it. Like everybody we've given it to really likes it. I'm the only. Everyone you've gave, also given it to you is a liar. I, I have one. I'm the. Have like a, little, a little sip. We both ingested almost an entire pile. Aaron, more. Aaron, I, I'm all for you guys and stuff, but this is shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, come on, man. Like, I love that you guys are going to profit off of the fucking retards. <laughs> <laughs> My fucking nose is gonna start bleeding. <laughs> It'll start bleeding blue. You have to call this sour pear. Or it has to have sour. We in the we name. almost called it that. The sour makes it taste a lot better. For example, I'm not a huge fan of the yellow cake, but everybody we've given I it to loves cake. it. The yeah. yellow, the yellow cake's not bad. Yellow cake has a bad after. And I, I actually had the same. Am I bleeding blood on my eyes? <laughs> no, you're bleeding semen out of your eyes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I've given it more than enough tries. Gilmore, t tell us tell us about the, this phenomenon of uh, all the kids having it Gilmore, when you're in school, like, and it was because you're saying it's essentially right? like, like the same kind of. Yeah, we'd we'd do candy yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, why don't it come with like a candy stick and you dip it and suck it? You know, like 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 so like, fun like, dip. like fun dip. Fun why don't, why don't dip. you do it like fun that? Dip. You are now you're now in competition with fun dip, the funnest. Oh candy God, you can't drink anything after you eat that shit. Laura's got a water for me. I need neutral flavor. Behind you, Gilmore. He, he can't turn because he's tethered. Yeah, he's tethered. Okay, uh, guys, guys, I got to tell you, um, this is a prototype. It is not representative of the final product. Uh, the final product will probably taste like something you actually want to put in your mouth. Uh, this, or at least be named so that it's not nasty surprise. Yeah, you guys will be fun. Like, like, you know what? You guys need any creative help? You just let me know. It's gratis. <laughs> um, 
I, I appreciate your optimistic uh, viewpoint there. Totally, totally. And I, I don't know what it's else you can do for the name when you throw product. out like plutonium pear for yeah. something that you're going to be eating. More like plutonium penis. That sucks. Yeah, as long as people have to expect the sour. They do. Because, okay, think about it. I did expect the sour. I didn't expect the ass. Another huge candy that was around when I was a wee lad was Warheads. Warheads taste like shit. Shit. Warheads are horrible. Yeah. But what's the payoff? The delicious candy. Yeah. This meh, but it's this tastes, caffeine yeah. and sugar. So guys, on the let's let's talk about the Geekscape website real quick. Go on the forums. Talk about the shit you guys used to eat as kids. Like, what were some of your favorite candies? Because you know what, I'm pretty easy. I'm an old school like Sour Patch Kids guy. You know, if I, I want chocolate, I'll get cho- I'll get like a Snickers bar. But I don't go to like the alien shit, man. Like <laughs> like the, like the shit that they sell and it's overpriced yeah. and like. Uh. All the slutty girls would be dr- would be eating those uh, caramel uh, caramel apple uh, pops. Yeah, I mean, what, what's the stuff you guys? What's the I stuff that was big? That well, what was the stuff that was big in, 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 when you were a kid? That's what we want to know. <laughs> the, the, girls, the sugar, the sugar daddies, girls, right? yeah, no, sugar, sugar daddies, yeah. If you ate something called a sugar d- daddy, you're a whore. The airheads too, right? Yeah. We'd be all like, yeah, and you're like, uh, so you're like 13. <laughs> you know what's going on? You're also 13. <laughs> yeah, but when you're 13, <laughs> 14. that's scary. You're, you're I feel like, like my mind is cracking. Of, you know. Wow, really? I don't feel good. Five years ago, I don't know. Scary. Anyway, speaking of leaving a bad aftertaste, we saw a movie. Guys, the movie this week, the big movie this week that came out was starring a good friend of ours. Tyrese Gibson, he had a new movie <laughs> frontlined by Paul Bettany. Um, it's really hard to talk with this feeling in my mouth, like my tongue is two sizes too big. I think we gave him the wrong one. Uh, you guys definitely gave me the wrong one. I just grabbed the prototype. Brand new movie, it was Outer called Beach. Legion. Legion stars Paul Bettany as an angel who is going against God's orders to exterminate mankind, and he races to Earth to protect an unborn child in a diner out in the desert. The diner, thanks to the writer's strike, has Dennis Quaid in it as the owner. <laughs> His son, the kid from Fast and Furious 3. That's what he's That's from. right. And he's also from Sling Blade. And, uh, and, and, uh, and the guy who played Rock. Um, oh, I called it. Yeah, it's the guy who played Rock. We told, in Rock. Well, we told you last, last week, uh, uh, Charles Dutton. And, uh, and it's, it's, so, so all these character actors, they're literally like all these character actors. Tyree shows up. Uh, they all congregate in this diner, uh, and this is where this girl has had a, uh, is having a baby, and there's all sorts of conflict with her and the son, uh, the, the kid from Sling Blade. His name is Jeep, her name is Charlie, and Charlie and Jeep have this relationship, right? And Jeep likes her, but everybody laughs behind his back because she's pregnant with someone else's baby. Jeep's mom left, and Den- left it, him and Dennis Quaid in charge of this diner. Things aren't going well. Everything's turning bad. They're all kind of losing their faith in their dreams. Paul Bettany comes out of nowhere and says, hey, a shitload of angels are on their way. You've already had some freaky stuff happen. We got to hole up and defend this place like Stalag 13 or, or Precinct 13. And, uh, and, and here come the angels. So it feels like Precinct 13. It feels like these, we got to hold out. And but he I himself, guess, I enjoy he himself and he himself is an ex-angel. Is an ex-angel. He's, He's cut Michael. off his wings. Cut He's his Michael. Wings He's cut yeah. off his wings. And uh, and turn mortal, and here come the bad guys. They send they send possessed humans, they send uh, traps, 
they do all sorts of cra crazy shit to uh, try and get these people out and get to the baby. And this is actually a, a sequel to the popular John Travolta movie, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Except that was a lot better than this. This is what guys, right after that. Guys, uh, this movie, you go into this movie, if you, first off, if you go into this movie expecting it to be anything but just roll your eyes, uh, ridiculous, you're really setting yourself up for some disappointment. Um, this is the kind of movie you watch exactly how you watched it, right? Among friends, not taking the movie too seriously. I, I feel as though the movie doesn't take itself too seriously, like Book of Eli did. Book of Eli really took itself seriously. This movie, oh man, it was just cheese after cheese. And then it, I thought it had some fun parts. I had a lot of fun watching this movie. Would I call it good? No, absolutely not. Would I call it a lot of fun to watch with your friends? Absolutely. What about? Uh, I totally differ with if you. If you're on choosing that. Uh, Christian movies, to <laughs> you go did watch. not just sit through Book of Eli, though. What? Yeah, I was gonna say. Would you rather watch that or Book of Eli? I'd rather watch this because it has a lot more wow. set pieces. Wow! Holy shit! Yeah, I've got to see Book of Eli. Yeah, this was no, you don't. That, uh, Hulk by was it Ang Lee? Yeah. No, the the, the Ang Lee Hulk was boring. This was boring this too. Was what boring were you, why were you bored? At, I don't this? want you know, to hear stories. Every, every, those, but every time Tyrese is on the screen, <laughs> guys, every time Tyrese, every time Tyrese is on the screen, this movie pops. In the audio, what the audience heard after everyone talking over each other, the thing that stood out was, "Why don't you like this movie?" Aaron said, "I don't want to hear stories." <laughs> <laughs> why did he go to the movie? I don't. No, you don't no, want no, to hear they're, they're the, the characters' personal stories about their history. Yeah, and just it would drag you were listening on to that? and on. I was, oh, I was trying not to. This, I like the ridiculous painful. action pieces in this movie. I thought they Those were, were cool. so they were, fucking stupid and silly. Smart, so they should have just made the whole movie like that. The movie would have been <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah perfect. <laughs> if, I would have gotten out and like, on with my life and demanded my money back sooner. If, if they would have cut this movie down to 40 minutes... I would have thoroughly enjoyed it in the way that you enjoyed it. Like, yeah. It's really your eyes funny. It's great. Oh, it I, I, I got up. It was a casual fun. You go up, you pee, you, you get something, you get a refill. It's take too slow. Take too a slow. I want to be like playing something on my iPhone. I love that like an 80 something minute movie was way too slow. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Brutality. I like that Gilmore got yelled at from uh, one of the guys oh, in the row in front of us. So up, Gilmore. So, so, so I went with Laura and Laura and I enjoyed ourselves. We were laughing our asses off the entire time. We're sitting. We're sitting. Laura just yelled, "Loved it!" She lo she had so much fun watching this movie. But we're laughing every time Tyrese is on the screen. We're laughing every time uh, Charles Dutton is sitting there saying something that's you know Charles Duttonish. Dennis Quaid is acting like the curmudgeon. Uh, we're rolling our eyes and having fun the whole time. What happened when you went to see it with Aaron and Eli here? Well, see, we were doing that too. The first half hour of the movie was a blast. Oh, we yeah. talked through the whole movie. It, it was a yeah, yeah. So did we. But then. Like, as if it was some crazy, bizarre world thing, uh, we were kind of forced to keep it down a little bit because a black dude turned around <laughs> and said, you guys are laughing like a bunch of 10-year-old girls. Yes! <laughs> I predict Maybe you were laughing like sucks. a bunch of 10-year-old girls. That's awesome! Where'd you guys see the movie? In Culver City. Really? Right up here. Yeah, right where up here. you saw it. Nobody else was really well, we laughing, though, it. either, we though. That was the weird part. We were the only ones, so it really stood out. When, yeah, oh, we were laughing Something, our asses something off. serious oh. would happen. Guys, like, <laughs> when, when Tyrese comes on screen and he's got the gangster rap going. Oh, uh, so I just wave my gun around. So good. And, and people the are. the first time I ever had to use that. Everyone acts so dumb in this movie. Uh, Paul Bettany shows up. He, he speaks in freaking riddle. He's like, You honestly don't know what's happening. And they're like, you better explain yourself. He's like, we don't have time for that. There's then a mon like a short two-second montage of them boarding up the entire place. The sun is now down. Exactly. And it's like, 
you haven't told them yet? Exactly! Like, when are you going to get to the most important... Like, the fact that fucking <laughs> humanity is ending, right? It, it, there, there's a lot of leaps of logic in this damn movie, but you know what? You forgive it because it's January. You know these actors were forced to make this movie because the writer's strike and they weren't getting hired to do anything else. So it's fine. This movie is a is a is an over budget gauntlet movie. It's pretty good as a yeah, gauntlet ben, movie. Uh, ben Dunn also right. went with us, and he was like, uh, some of the parts he would turn to me and go, "That's horrifying," and I'm like, "Okay, that's for Ben Dunn." Yeah, but the paranormal scariest, activity. You guys gave it positive reviews. Just want to say that the the scariest part though. Uh, of the movie for Ben was, uh, because Ben and I, you know, the pregnant chick was really hot, so we were trading just reprehensible (laughs) comments. Yeah, all of us uh, were making really lewd comments about that. Really, really lewd comments. She was hot. And the mom is, the the mom, the the teen girl was actually, is actually hot too on like Cold Cases or whatever TV show she's on. Yeah, she she played the girlfriend that dies in the first episode of uh, Supernatural. Supernatural. Okay, the, the pregnant girl does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so we were talking, and I'm like, hey, Ben, you know what the, most ter- you know what the, the worst part of us doing uh, this and talking about that girl is? He's like, what? And he didn't notice the whole time, and neither did I until I said this, but there was a Mexican baby standing inches, like right behind Ben, and he didn't notice at all. And the Mexican baby is just like stone-faced. He's... <laughs> in the theater? staring forward just stone faced at the screen yeah and i tell ben and i'm just like uh that is look, scary look behind you to your right and he turns to his left for some reason yeah. and he's like there's nothing there he turns to his right and he's like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> like and he said it so loud that the mom actually took the child <laughs> pulled the baby back because the baby was like <laughs> Um, that is scary uh yeah this movie had some really ridiculous moments that i i was like ah you're fine everyone everyone here is acting dumb we're down with it yeah Um, but i didn't i didn't feel bad about the black guy though because it's just like okay so i ruined the movie for black guy you know it's like we're what like one in 150 i'm fine (laughs) that's so offensive guys i'm uh (laughs) I'm going to skip acknowledgement of that comment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what the fuck is wrong with that? <laughs> you should have you heard the comments knew, about the pregnant girl. I, I That's nothing. as you opened your mouth, there was no way that wasn't going to come off as sounding horrible. There's no way you could have posed that statement without it coming off as completely racist. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that's sort of under the definition of racism right there. <laughs> I don't even think what you meant to say was racist, but it came off fucking horribly racist. Um, I think, yeah. <laughs> I think he meant it. Uh, guys, uh, go see that movie with your drunkest friends. Uh, wait till it comes, wait till it comes out on DVD or like Netflix yeah. streaming. Go watch Avatar again or something. Oh, fuck, uh, guys, this will take an hour less than Avatar. Don't go fucking Yeah, but if you Avatar just again. watch it in a place where you can take a nap if you need to take a nap. Yeah. Theater's not oh, so that's comfortable. that's Avatar, yeah. Uh-huh. So everyone should go out and see a movie. If, you know what? Don't go see yeah. a movie. <laughs> Even if it's terrible. You know what? Don't go see a movie. Uh, go see The Tooth Fairy. Uh, did you see that picture I found online? It looked like Hero Protagonist, our uh, our forum's winner of Best Forum Member. No. There's a shot of, of uh, The Rock, Julie Andrews, and then a dude who looks totally like Hero Protagonist from the forums in The Tooth Fairy. Uh, I did a double take uh, when I saw it. Um, Guys, uh, we talked last week about who's going to inherit the Spider-Man franchise when they do the Spider-Man reboot. Uh, it's now confirmed that Mark Webb from 500 Days of Summer is going to take over the Spider-Man 
refranchise. How do you feel about this, guys? How do you feel about this? Uh, talk about all the forums. We're already talking about on the forums. How do you feel? Um, so I didn't see 500 Days of Summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know much about this guy's work. Um, about yourself. My guess Eli? is it's going to be. I didn't see it either. 500 Days of Summer I thought was really good. The, uh, the, the honest parts were honest, it felt like to me. And then the, the fantastic parts where he's expressing the, emo- the, the in- internal emotions of the characters, his elation, his disappointment. He starts to do fantastical elements with effects and stuff like that. I thought that stuff was pretty on the nose. So you looking uh, forward to more jazz dancing? Um, oh. No, I, I, th- I, I think the problem with the jazz dancing was the dishonesty in there, in, in Spider-Man 3. I think if you're going to express the internal tor- turmoil caused by having an alien venom symbiote in you, you go the evil dead route, not the jazz dancing route. And I, you know, whatever. Spider-Man 3, we all know it happened because that team was rushed to make that movie to make their release date. Sam Raimi stepped aside so he didn't end up in the same situation. Mark Webb's got 80 million to deal with. That is not a low, small. That's I mean, they, they, well, they, you, you talk about it like it's nothing. Remember, uh, this is a guy who's done a lot of really good low-budget music videos. He's going to be great with 80 million. This movie, uh, I think, will be fun. And hopefully, the, as William Bibiani talks about on the forums, let's do this as a stripped-down. Uh, Batman Begins style It doesn't have to be the Goblin doesn't have to be the Doc Ock Maybe let's give him a, cr- a, a Vermin Or a uh, that, was that was your, your prediction I basically, I've always wanted Craven's Last Hunt as a movie That's all I want Well I, I feel like for Craven's Last Hunt Craven hunts uh, people with uh, reputations so let's give Craven's Last Hunt like two or three more Yeah that's what I was But, that's what I if, you, but if you've got But if you got the, the Lizard And you got you know You got these, these street levels The Rhino people like that Mysterio can mess with his head Whatever But he's going to be in high school So Think about it And hopefully he'll be in high school For the first two, three movies Yeah You know so what I mean? don't have this problem But I mean Then you sort of get a uh, Then I, everyone uh, I think agrees with me That uh, And I've seen it said on the I've seen it said on the forums That They're kind of worried about it Going a little CW If they pick um, some young kid That That's up to Mark Webb you know what I mean? Uh, and and the, the, I've, I rewatched a lot of his music videos. Uh, there's one thing that, that, that gets me, though. Uh, the one that he did for Brand New, the one he did for, he did videos for like My Chemical Romance, Brand New. He did one for uh, Midtown. And he did one for, uh, what was the band with the violin? Uh, yellow card. Yellow card. They all have people just <laughs> running, <laughs> running, looking over their shoulders. Running is a theme, and then getting hit by a car is a theme. They do it in the yellow card video, and then he did it most recently in this Weezer video for, uh, if if you know I like you, whatever it, the the new hit with thing ran- is. Another thing with random parentheses. Yeah, I like this. Uh, I think he's a good director. I'm really behind this new Spider-Man. So flame me all you want on the forums. I'm not changing my opinion until I see the movie. Yeah. Ho- hopefully, I won't change it then. Hopefully, the movie's good. It's just a low budget, I think, might translate to too little web slinging. Um, <laughs> I know what you're thinking. I, I, I don't know what, what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, but I don't need to see him web slinging for 15 minutes of a two-hour movie. Let, let's let's get the let's get the web slinging here and there. I, I want the character. The character is what's important. The Peter Parker. Let's. That doesn't cost 80 million. Okay, since, we're, since we're, we're in high school, though, we better cast a damn hot Mary Jane. Or, do we want a Mary Jane? Oh, we want a Gwen Stacy. Yeah, first. of course. Yeah. Oh, maybe they can go and, through and, that and, 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 it in. And we want Liz Allen to be there with with Flash Thompson. We want fucking Jesus. Betty. Brandt. We want Betty Brant. Betty Brant was his first girlfriend. We want Betty Brant. She was his girlfriend as of issue number two, and she lasted until issue I think seven or nine as his girlfriend. We want we want we want him to start with the books. My worry isn't the CW angle. My worry is the Ultimate Spider-Man angle. 
and uh, they'll go with like some weird huge buff green goblin and sort of yeah redo character villains we've already seen i don't mind the tone being ultimate spider-man but cut the dialogue down don't call bendis on the dialogue and don't get so dated and uh shit's dated now and keep that stuff you know keep this the lee kirby feeling in these movies that that's like sam raimi did in the first two um speaking of casting we, we don't know who's gonna play peter parker but we do know who's gonna play conan the barbarian uh you think of conan the barbarian what do you think what does he look like guys throw it at me looks exactly like arnold schwarzenegger looks like arnold schwarzenegger <laughs> arnold is just so synonymous with conan <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you got arnold but if you but, look, but if old you look arnold, at the, like big gap in the two yeah and, if, if you, you look know, at the comics though you look at the comics or you, you think about the books and and you think of, like this frank frazetta looking painting the dude has dark hair like they had arnold get long hair mm-hmm. buff he's caucasian right even if he's tan like eli over here he's caucasian they actually went with a more of a mulatto african-american type he's got lock style dread and he is straight up conan he that's who they, that they supposedly sense, have though. that makes sense because well, he's a sumerian and that nation exists yeah, yeah I, I, what's I, a sumerian look like no, no no but like it feels like okay barbaric that makes more, yeah that makes you're gonna keep sense. your line of racist God comments damn. going <laughs> and say that oh yeah if he's black he's a barbarian now you're just putting it in my mouth <laughs> Anybody? Uh, I'm not yeah, touching that one. It's too easy, man. Uh, yeah, Conan's been cast. This guy, uh, he he's in some stuff. I think he was in a like like Stargate Atlantis and stuff like that. And so, um, we'll see. I mean, I'm down for it. We know we know that The Rock has been a great hero, a, yeah. a great guy, and he's like Polynesian and black, and yeah. and he's not white. So let's do it. Let's do. It. Let's have a Conan with some. <laughs> let's, let's have a Conan with some color, baby. So the, the guy from Atlantis is he the guy that's got dreads in that also? I think so, yeah. Uh, he's, I'm not impressed. He's a bad actor. Acting. Yeah. yeah. But like, he's buff? He's buff? Um, yeah. Because he looks buff in the picture. So. In the pictures, he looks not, buff. He's not like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jack, Right. Yeah, but he can just, definitely crush me. Okay. He just like went to the next actor in Hollywood who's doing the most steroids right now. I mean, that's how it should yeah, be. Yeah, who do you think is doing the most <laughs> steroids? doing the most juice right now. Like, Could it be The Rock? I mean, you got you to look at... Um, no, The Rock's all natural. He's the most handsome man you'll ever I don't know if The Rock wants to do action movies anymore. But we've got this. Did you see the trailer that leaked online for this movie, The... The what is it? The 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 Expendables. The S- Sylvester Stallone is having this movie that's coming out. I think this summer, and it's Sylvester Stallone, Eric Roberts, Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, like Mickey like Rourke. Oh, Mickey like Rourke. He just started pulling like all these old actors, like, like action Affleck. people, <laughs> and, and 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 they're the Expendables. Jet Li is in this movie. Jason Statham is in the movie. Jason it's, Statham's still awesome. The, the, the whole movie is it's just explosions in slow mo dives. We're there. You know we're there. The expendable, the expendables. It's gonna be like Rambo, the, the Rambo Four he did. It's gonna come out at the same time as the A Team and try and be like that sort of ants in a bug's life. We haven't talked about that, have we? The A Team trailer, this Joe Carnahan remake of the A Team. Have you guys seen Fucking this awesome. thing? Saw Fucking awesome, awesome dude. Yeah. 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 Okay, you guys thought that was cool because there's a lot of like, like, like throwback heat against that movie. I, I'm a little iffy on it. Actually. Okay. So I mean, I grew up watching A Team, the original A Team. And you're down and so with this. I'm, so I'm, to- you- I'm totally down with it, man. They kept Mr. T's haircut. They drop they drop like, a tank out of a chopper or whatever the hell it is. Fucking, it's, it looks it. exactly like the TV show, which is perfect. I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> they did not drop a tank out of a out of a helicopter with a machine gun. It was just, it was just it like looks a and, nothing like, like, the, like Matchbox cars. <laughs> guys, I, you, know, so you know I'm going to be there, especially as one of the few people in America that enjoyed smoking aces uh, I'll, I'll be there for coach joe garnahan's a team did you like smoking I like aces, smoking aces yeah. a lot of people no don't like Legion, that yes, aces. do people bust your balls about liking smoking aces um no i mean the group of people i saw it with was like yeah it's what we expected like yeah. it's kind of stylish and fun it's got alicia keys in it 
Mm-hmm. It's great. It's it, 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 my boy Ben Affleck. It's entertaining. I talked to Ben Affleck every now and then. He's my guy. I talked to him on the phone about 30 minutes before you guys showed up. Just kidding. Um, speaking of Conan, can we talk about the, fi- the final week of Conan on The Tonight Show? I yeah. know it's been covered to death, but w- did you guys catch that last episode? I saw the final episode, yeah. Did you guys not get a bit of a flutter when he had his final speech there? I think for anyone who's creative in going up against the wall with their original ideas, like plutonium nutsack, uh, whatever your energy powder is, <laughs> roofie yourself. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah. Um, w- what'd you think of, of that last episode, especially that last short speech that he did about being, not being cynical and being happy and pursuing your dreams and this and that. What a class act. Right. I was totally blown away with the whole, um, you know, NBC and I have worked together for, you know, almost 20 years. Uh, we have our differences now, et cetera, et cetera. I hate cynicism. I, I was just totally blown away that he went that direction with it, which kind of makes sense based on mm-hmm. his character. But um, and his yeah. lack of in in his his disdain of cynicism. You know, if he says he doesn't like cynicism, it would have been tough for him to just go and throw more jabs out there. Mm-hmm. But he he did it in his own way. He did a, like a list of things that they can do with the empty studio. Steve Carell came out as an exit interviewer, right? And, right. and they had fun with it. But you're right. They didn't go angry, and they didn't, they didn't do what Jimmy Kimmel did to Jay Leno's face on Jay Leno's show, where Jay, where Jimmy Kimmel's just running it at him. Yeah, that was brutal. What did you That's think, sad. Eli, about this? He's a stand-up guy. You know, I've always been a fan, um, especially in contrast, because Leno's just such a douchebag. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you don't think <laughs> my my thing? I talked to Corey Roberts about this, and Corey was like, you know what? I'm I'm always cynical, uh, or I'm always skeptical of anything that has a huge bandwagon that just starts up out of nowhere, like this recent Conan surge of love going on. But um, but it's always been there. It's just people are, been, are now vocal because yeah. something that we thought was always going to be there for at least another ten years was completely taken yeah. away from yeah. us. I missed probably ten episodes of Conan's Tonight Show. Are you the serious? Run. Oh. I watched it religiously. And you can watch them all on from, Hulu. Right, but I actually watched it as I went to sleep, mm-hmm. and I watched it on Hulu while I was cooking. It was like almost a routine yeah. for me, and it's the same with uh, all the late sh- uh, the late night with Conan and everything. Mm-hmm. I've been a Conan fan for the longest time, and when he got the show, I really felt like someone that even kind of helped evolve my sense of humor, and someone who helped. Uh, uh, he he, his humor is different from anyone in late night at all. Right, and uh, he really. Uh, was himself the entire time and uh, it felt like almost like one of us was able to get one of the biggest staples of, of, of television history you know of American television the Tonight Show and uh, that in of itself was huge it's like okay cool my generation is here and uh, people who think like us are in power in some way shape but, or form but, but he is he's talented He's extremely talented, unlike anybody in the, 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 the major difference is, Corey named this, is like, yeah, a lot of people are saying what you're saying, which is it just felt like someone who's like me. It's like, no, let's, let's definitely put, put a difference in there. That guy is a phenomenal comedy writer. And he's brilliant. And he's, and he's, a, he's been doing it for he's decades. a well-structured host. Yeah. He can play guitar. He, what he, he can run really fast. He's, he, he's, he's not representative <laughs> of us. He's an idealized version of... Who we'd like to be in those kind of social situations. Right, we would like to thing, say though. the funny right. thing. We would like to, 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 to be hip without being douchey. We would like to be cool without being cool. So, you know? then, so then it is. It's like what everyone... It, it's someone that understands. You would just like to be at least six feet tall. It's, <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah, Conan is huge. I, I actually think that you would go with just five, six at this point. 
you know, um, but, no, but, but you're I, right. Yeah, you're right. No, he's tall. That's, it, it's someone that is very much, very much gets our sense of humor more than most people right. in late night. Right. And uh, like I got all teary in his first episode where he showed him running across the oh, country. Yeah. And the fact that they replayed that uh, mm-hmm. during the last episode just made me feel like, fuck, That's, we just got this. This speech where he started kind of getting choked up himself, I was, I, it really drove me crazy. Because I wrote my, I got into college radio because I wanted to go and start hosting. This is where I landed. Uh that's why I got in college radio. My application in college, my, my essay was about hosting uh, Tonight Show. You go back home to my room, and I've got all this David Letterman shit. I read, all the you know, just the books I'd read, the things I would do. It's just like, and then watching it, you're right. I mean, that that is the that was the pinnacle. It's not Jay Leno, the guy with the best ratings. It was the guy who's the most representative of the people who were going to, you know, buy the, you know, we're the ideal demographic. Yeah. He was our choice. Yeah. And, uh, and and they're turning the backs on the ideal demographic. You can say that the ideal demographic didn't show up to support, but you know what? Jay's lead-in were very successful procedural narrative shows. What they scrapped to put Jay in that time slot. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna argue that Conan didn't get the ratings, look at his lead-in. His lead-in was a watered-down Jay Leno brand that was thrown in earlier than anybody had any want of it. You know what I mean? They were like. That's when people want to see fucking CSI and stupid procedurals like that. They want to shut their brain off. Now, you, you just want them to shut the TV off now. Yes, of course Conan's going to get bad ratings. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know. So people who, def- who, who defend Jay on the, on, the, on the ratings thing is like, you know what? You guys took your late night and you shook it up and nobody knew. That's it. Nobody's going to turn it on. Makes me crazy. Yeah. Maybe one day I'll, I'll get an access show, a cable access show. It's called Geeks Here. <laughs> did you see? Did you see Nar Williams on that Stuart Papp show on that yeah. live live from the on future? The stream.tv. Stream.tv. I got to be on that on the ninth. The ninth of February. He's gonna be on that. And uh, on the on February 9th, I'm gonna be live on the stream.tv at 8 p.m. Pacific time. Nar was just on the show, and I gotta tell you. The reviews from our forums of NAR's performance <laughs> were brutal. Brutal. In NAR's defense. But they weren't brutal about NAR. No, they like NAR. NAR, they love you. It was you you are the number one guest host from this past year. The Geekscapists obviously love you. And NAR and I are starting a new show, by the way. We're starting this new show. And we'll, you're going to be a part of it. We'll talk about that later. But they got NAR on here. Someone who I think is one of the most interesting, enthusiastic, knowledgeable people that you can carry a one-hour conversation with. And they pretty much relegated the entire time of his show on as to, like, quiz questions. It was all, like, geek cred, proving yourself. It was... They were trying to test him on whether he knew enough about movies, about his new show, Science of the Movies, about whether he knew about D&D. And they were throwing him questions like, A, B, C, or D. Is it a D&D character, or is it a Norwegian rock band, or is it a disease? And Nar literally had him naming shit at him, and he had to pick which of those three it was. The correct answer to any of that shit is D, who gives a fuck? No one wants to watch this shit. I mean, I hate to be so blunt, but I'd like to think that on our show, we have a conversation... And that's it. Yes, I do talk 70% of the time, which is 85? why... 85? 85. I'll give, you, I'll give you 85, which is why I'll never host a Tonight Show. But it's a conversation. It's yeah. not Eli. 
A, B, or C? Exactly, you're already bored. <laughs> um, so guys, yeah. Just he hates life. What do you guys watch? What, what is this? What, what do you guys watch when you're watching TV and stuff like this? Well, I, I was just on recently, so I gave I gave my run. Time. Eli, are you excited for this new Lost? Starting up, you watch Lost? So I haven't had cable for two years now, so mm-hmm. everything <laughs> everything is Hulu, uh, Torrents, and uh, Aaron got me on the uh, Netflix streaming, which is just yes. a total productivity sinkhole for me because I can watch a whole season of shit. You can like watch Farscape, night. Farscape yeah. on demand. I've just got Farscape so much shit queued up on there. I they just started watching Skins. Yeah, they uh-huh. they threw the original uh, Star Trek up there recently. Oh yeah. Uh, oh really? Oh uh, yeah. The salt monster and like just on and on like. Right Eli, I'm serious. You gotta. To I that. know that that on Netflix Play Now they've got Farscape. If yeah, you so like it on there. I haven't, I haven't, if you like that original that Star Trek, this Farscape is that kind of sense of adventure with a little more Han Solo thrown in and Muppets. And, but I'm telling you right now, you guys are going to watch this. It may scare a lot of you guys off because it's a little weird. But if you guys get in the first season, if you guys get to episode, the episode called Nerve, which is kind of like The Wire, you kind of almost have to watch the majority of the first season and be hooked for life. You watch the majority of that first season, you are hooked for life. You are a Farscape fan. That's all there is to it. I just watched. I'll put just, that on the list. Yeah, I just watched just the first episode of The Wire. And it's just, it's it's really, it's hard. It's dense, isn't it's it? It's so hard. Not only is it dense, but it's the wire. They're putting together their unit. They're dealing with bureaucracy. They're dealing with the futility of nobody wanting to give them any credit. They're trying to, they're trying to just carve their way into any kind of effectiveness. And you're saying for Eli, Farscape is kind of like this? I think for everybody. A lot of people, it's like that. But literally, trust in us. Say, even with the wire, you got to push yourself to three-fourths of that season and then you're like, wow, I will watch the next, what? Both of those shows lasted four seasons? I think yeah. The Wire's five, maybe? You'll be in it to win it from that point on. So I have, a, I have stayed up on Heroes, and uh, it's oh been just so <laughs> fucking He's the guy. Brutal. I saw, yeah, this last night. Yeah, we were talking He's about it last night. Like, it, you know, it, when it, it was kind of like the movie last night, where I really wanted to leave, but I, I'm thinking maybe they're just going to pull this together miraculously. You're the last person like, in America that thinks that about heroes. It's Don't you think that they have to do something? Because it, it keeps doing no, the No, they have like, to be canceled. Good, and then it's just totally shit. And um, now Claire's a lesbian, and, you know, so you have some hope for that. It's kind of hot. Yeah. yeah, she kisses the chick from Californication. It's hot. Yeah. Eli, so, no, I mean, they that, don't have to They don't have just, to get good. Did you, did you like it at one point, though? Uh, first season, up until they all started congregating in New York, and I felt like the dummy sensors were going off. I was like, okay, so you're having nightmares about exploding in New York? Well, why are you in New York? I would go on fucking vacation. I'd be like, I'll be in Tahiti, see ya. <laughs> this is coming from the guy who liked Legion, though. Like, I... You know, guys, but but the, but the reason I liked Legion <laughs> yeah, was different. You know heroes, what I mean? Heroes was supposed to be good. Heroes Heroes purports itself as yeah. being an intelligent, realistic view of superheroes. It's just it was neither intelligent or realistic. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of true. Uh, guys, um, real quickly, um, last week I dropped you guys a uh, a trade paperback graphic novel. I think you guys would enjoy this week. Uh, this one's okay. I'm giving myself. You know, I I, I, I read I read our uh, our Geekscape. What the hell is that? I read our our, uh, our Geekscape uh, feedback. We have a, a survey going on, and people are like, eh, we don't like the comics so much, so I try and keep them short. Not only that, I'm going to try and keep them to things that are accessible to you guys. That means less single-issue storylines, you know, ba- ba- less less things that are going to cause you to go out and buy a ton of issues. And I'm just trying to stick it to the things that are just trade paperbacks to pick up. Remember uh, Superman Red Sun? 
if Superman hadn't crash landed in Kansas and said he had crash landed in Russia, how would that change history? That written by Mark Millar is awesome. Kind of the uh, equivalent of that is another Elseworlds book. It's called uh, Gotham by Gaslight, and basically it's written by Brian Augustine. Um, but the Batman. but the art. The art is done by an early Mike Mignola, circa 1989. You guys know Mike Mignola because he does the artwork for Hellboy. We interviewed him here on the show a couple times. And basically what it is, is it's Batman around uh, the end of the 1800s, and it's Batman versus Jack the Ripper. And Jack the Ripper leaves London, comes to Gotham, starts killing some hookers, and Batman's got to track him down. And Bruce Wayne is, you know, it's got Bruce Wayne, it's got Alfred, it's got Harvey Dent. Uh, it, it's got um, you know com- uh, Detective Gordon, and you've got these guys in an old school eight, late 1800s turn of the century Gotham, and uh, and I think it's okay. It's a little thin. Mike Mignola's artwork hasn't really turned exact. You can kind of see uh, all sorts of different influences he's still shaking out on his way to becoming the Mike Mignola we know. Sort of a Frank Millery vibe. Uh, a little bit, yeah. He he he's drawing in a pulp fashion. Uh, He's doing a lot of uh, line arts, but every now and then you'll see his use of negative space and shadows. So if you look at like the early Daredevil books that Frank Miller did before Frank Miller really started pushing the uh, the style of Sin City and stuff like that, I would put it at about the same level. Is his utility belt like all steampunked out and everything? Uh, yeah, it's a little bit steampunk, but Is it? Okay. but but it still definitely takes place in the real world. If you if you get this, there's a, a sequel that came out in '91 that he didn't do the artwork for. This one has a little bit more traditional comic art, but Jack the Ripper's been dealt with, and now there's a prophet who doesn't want to, who kind of wants to ruin the equivalent of like the World's Fair huh. in Gotham. And he, it doesn't he, come off like hokey because a lot of those um, things come off hokey, like Batman versus Alien versus Predator. It doesn't come off hokey, but it, it's just not enough for me. Like I'm I'm reading this. You know what, if you were a fan of this last Sherlock Holmes movie, it feels like that. It feels like action set in that time period, but uh, it doesn't have the fun. It, it, I, 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 Brian Augustine's a good writer, but um, this one totally didn't do it for me. It doesn't, you know what, because here's the thing about these, these Elseworlds books, right? Uh, you take a character we know and you put him in a setting we don't know, yeah. and it makes you think differently about that character. Superman as a Russian, as a, as a, as a commie, we thought differently about what Superman stood for. This one didn't quite do it, but it's fun. So there we go. Now I promised Aaron we would spend the so rest. So if you have money to burn, as, as I do, guys, if, 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 get that guys, if, I, if, if guys, if I ever, if I look at my bank account, I go, oh, there's a couple dollars in there. It's going towards comics. Let's just be fair. It's going towards comics. Um, video games, though, are a little bit more of an investment. They you are. have been playing the same game for the last two months, though. We talk about that though. Actually, uh, I um I've just been playing since like last Wednesday. Really? Or Monday. Yeah. What is but it? Non, this, but game's, but this game's been out a while. <laughs> it's, it's been out for so a maybe it's months, in some it discount piles. Um, definitely not. It was really? full sixty bucks. It what what just broke? Uh, it just broke a billion dollars. In what did what game? Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. You loving this? You I and the, love you and I tutor some kids who are like 15, 16. They love yeah. that game. They're like, why don't you play that? I was like, because I have pubes. <laughs> You like it though. Yeah, um, it, I have this weird. It's called alopecia, and oh, I, no, okay, I'm, I'm okay. With you, 
I think his pube shaving in those fucking <laughs> bottles we just downed. <laughs> we didn't the, want to tell those you. Those neon yeah. test tubes. Uh, oh, that's yeah. good. So write it down. What's amazing about this game is it's really um, sort of the most poignant video game experience I've had in a really long time. That it it made me feel real emotions about these characters. You need to play Pac-Man Jr. And. Um, <laughs> Pac-Man Jr. in a Mexican fucking laundromat at 2 a.m. with threat of your life. That's how Gilmore plays video games. Uh, <laughs> this Modern Warfare 2 made you feel this way about video about um, characters it, about about war actually because you're fighting at one point in the United States. Okay, so yeah. You're like you know firing guns over the top of Wolverines uh, countertops. Okay. Um, yeah, and like Burger Kings and this sort of thing. Oh, so it really cool. brings it home and gives you this creepy feeling where you're in a residential neighborhood, maybe not so different from your own, and just all hell is broken loose. And the... A bunch of Afghan listeners are like, Thank you, motherfucker! Thank you! Yeah, and, and the, the ones... The, the levels that <laughs> now are you in know. Afghanistan um, are really disturbing because there's so much chaos. Mm-hmm. It's fairly frequently accidentally shoot an innocent person, right? They don't have a gun, but you're kind of freaking out because everybody's shooting at you. Right. And I feel like it kind of captures this chaos, which I don't know if war is like this or not. Right. But it feels You won't even start to insult the troops by, by pretending, but yeah. But, yeah, it, yeah, but it gives exactly. you a visceral emotion. But I, I feel like that's that's kind of important. Right. You, know, you, you, you can understand, wow, I can see how you could accidentally shoot a couple school kids. But that's what training's all about. Um, shooting school kids. Right? You, well, yeah, I mean, you, you haven't been trained to, to discern they, they, and think quickly and this and that. It's true, but, you know, how much training do they actually get in boot camp to sort of differentiate? Because right. you get some training at the beginning of the game. At the end they, of the day, and at the end of the day, the but, but I mean, if you're in boot camp and like, you know, Fort Benning, you know, you don't, you just don't want to die is the thing. Exactly. You're, you're in these situations, you don't want to die. That's exactly the feeling that it conveys is right. everything's going to hell. You don't want to die. And you're kind of doing whatever you can to keep yourself from dying. And I don't know if that, that happens in war or not. I'd assume it does. But it's a very unique feeling. I'm pretty sure you don't want to die in war, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but the, the, whole, that's how you win the whole sort of chaos. <laughs> that's how you win war. Everything. Really, that's the point of war? Yeah. It's crazy. The, the other people who don't Anyways, want to die, you make sure they do. Um, first time I said this in a while, it's it's not only worth the 60 bucks. It's not. For, it, for this it's game. definitely worth It's worth the 60 okay. bucks, but it also feels like $40 million of game, which is what they, they spent making it. And they easily I mean, made that. It's they just easily made that back. A billion dollars is what they made. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, like, and and Eli, have you have you witnessed him playing this game? Because I no, I, but I get to hear the narrative like every morning in the office. Oh, really? He'll come in and be I like, "Fuck, last night I played for nine hours." <laughs> so it's unbelievable, sure? and the helicopters falling down. And yeah, what, no, what, is, what cool. is your reaction? I'm, I'm, to I'm, I'm on the. No, I want to play it too. I just want to go spend sixty bucks for it. So I'm, I'm waiting my turn to get the disc. I bought um, Left for Dead for two for about thirty nine ninety nine. It, it was a, it was a great. I mean that that game is fun, and, and I get that visceral feeling. But I don't know if I want to heighten it to the point of, you know what I mean? Like, I played through half of Modern Warfare 1, and I was like, you know what? This is a little too close to what we're living in. That's yeah. exactly yeah. the feeling you get. And uh, I, I enjoy that in some way, because it is a real visceral experience. Mm-hmm. And that's not something you usually get from video games. They've, they've gone to a level where they're like a good novel or a good movie. Yes. So that they can really yeah. kind of tug at the heartstrings. That is what I agree with. I don't think, I think that we're well past the point of seeing video games as anything but the equivalent of those kind of art forms and those i mean they, they can they can comment socially on things not only that they can comment on themselves which i think is is starting to become the that's kind of the benchmark of art is saying okay like grand theft auto yeah. well did you did you guys see that story recently this past week some guy got they were tracking a guy who had stolen cars when they got into his apartment they busted in the door he was playing grand theft auto 3 no way absolutely that. that was a story awesome. i read online wow. and uh and that sort of stuff happens um the big game this week that came out was Mass Effect 2. Right. 
Right. Did you guys play Mass Effect One? Are you guys yes. together? I, I'm like As maybe, of this episode being out, Mass Effect Two will be out. Yeah. I, I'm about halfway through Mass Effect One. I played the Mass Effect Two demo at PAX in uh-huh. September. Um, it looked like it, it was better than Mass Effect One. Like Mass Effect One's great. It's right. Got everything yeah. you could want. You know, hot alien girls, your own spaceship, yeah. star systems, yeah. stuff up. Yeah. Because if I had three wishes, <laughs> if I had three wishes, that's it. That's, hot that's alien girls, hot alien girls, number one. Up. Yeah. Um, Mass Effect Two. I feel like the combat's slicker because uh-huh. I didn't like the combat very well in Mass Effect One, but the story was worth it. Um, so I'm I'm pretty excited for it, but I I can't sink sink the you know probably what 40, 50 hours of gameplay sure. time. That's it's why I. Game, that's like why that. I have not touched it. And not only that, uh, Mass Effect Two has a game save feature where you can start from your game save in Mass Effect One. So if you get Chief Gunnery Ashley pregnant in the first game, like is she pregnant in the second game? It depends how many months you put it you down. Think? Right? It, it loads your fetus into the second one. You got a phase. But there's like a transcription yeah. error. It's got two heads. Can you use pullout method in Mass in Mass Effect One? It's yeah, it's B. Okay, B or uh, for face splash. Face face splash. Yeah, I think that's uh, right shoulder. Okay, right shoulder no, face that's, splash. That's the abortion. Okay, you gotta do that. That's the abortion. Okay, that's no alien coat hanger. Yeah. Uh, and Eli, you just you 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 just don't have time. I think we just titled this episode. Uh, so um, Eli, you don't have time for this gaming this I shenanigans. Can't, I can't do like the forty hours of. Uh, of course, I just, I just I just can't. But uh, I mean, I love checking it out and you know playing playing some of it. Demos are great for that. So. Uh huh. And uh, um, are you guys still into the World of Warcraft thing? Because I know that's how you started your business, and we don't want the kids to think you sold out. You guys still into this? I mean, you know what? I don't. I don't know who today could actually keep grinding through that. Right. I, honestly, with but games like this coming, coming out, out that's totally supposed boring. to be yeah, a big event. I mean, I, I um, I've always been more of a a one player. RPG and first-person shooter player. Mm-hmm. So that's I've always like focused on those games. You are a lo- you're so a loner, Dotty, a rebel. Um, yeah, yeah, we used yeah. to like not a team player. Land games yeah. in, in okay. high school, you know, because it, it was before kind of you could do play stuff on the online. internet. Yeah, yeah. Um, so everybody truck their their computers up to my like house in the woods and drop them in the snow, which was really horrible. Like on the way in, it's terrible. Where'd you Anyways, go? Uh, Eastern Oregon, just okay. like totally in the forest. Antarctica, like Antarctica. <laughs> the um, Arctic. So, anyways, um, World of Warcraft was like a pretty short, short-lived phase right. for me because you know I'd play with my friends on the East Coast and that enough sort to of profit. Thing. But, um, <laughs> well, and I mean, profit off of your I, peers. I've known of mana for, you know, playing right. ever since the Final Fantasy. Sure. And I'm much more into Final Fantasy yes. than, than World of Warcraft. You, were you excited about this Final Fantasy coming I out? I am. I what am. is it, number 14 now? Yeah, I think that's uh, 17, X, 19, I, I think it's 14, right? I think it's 14. Um, I, I don't right know there. if it's 14. I think it's like XIV. XIV. Yeah. <laughs> you got that. You got that. Weird system of letters. Um, some sort of the Roman, Roman, would Roman call system. Uh, and you you play all these <laughs> Final great. Fantasy games. Um, I, I haven't kept up on them so well. Um, I've, I've tended now as I've gotten older into... <laughs> older? I'm like 26. I know. Like as I've gotten older, into playing first-person shooter games online where I can just you know, grab 20 minutes of yeah. gaming and be really satisfied by it. And Call of Duty is, is great for that as well. The multiplayer is just beautiful. Um, it's got an RPG element to it. So the more experience you get, the cooler guns you get. Um, so it, it keeps you hooked there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think that's reasonable for us to be working. We have, we can really like 20, 30 minutes is where I throw my games in. You know, the DS yeah. is great for that. The, I, these I online thought- games are great for that. I think that's that's the uh, that's the ticket. Eli, you don't have 20, 30 minutes. Well, it's uh, twenty thirty minutes is no big deal, but it's crazy when you hear the stories of the guys who will have you know three kids, they're married, full time yes. job in IT, and they're still busting out forty to fifty hours a week of Warcraft. Yes. Like that's 
That that's coming straight out of your that sleep. That becomes detachment. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that, that becomes your family. You really, you. you're just not sleeping more than a couple hours a night. It's the only way to make that it means, work. That means, yeah, your your son, yeah, your son, totally, that's totally, totally nuts. Go back to work. That's, that's it. Your son, your son, no, no. <laughs> have one before you play. Have your another fam- one in the morning. Your family won't resent you. <laughs> That's also coming out of the development of your child. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how he got onto drugs. <laughs> um, so, guys, that is our episode. Um, we got uh, next week. We got a Mel Gibson movie, Heart of Darkness. Martin Campbell, though. For a second, it made it sound like you were going to have Mel Gibson on the show. No, I'm too scared. Uh, Martin Campbell directed it, though. This is the movie. Th- this is the movie that I'm he's Jewish. directing. I don't want to be here if Mel Gibson's here. This is here. the movie he directed before he's going on to Green Lantern. So okay. let's see what this Heart of Darkness looks like. Um, so, guys, this is our episode 152. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. It's been awesome having Aaron and Eli on the show again to talk about their demon products. Uh, <laughs> where is the best place to keep... I know that, that these things aren't on the, the shelves yet. I'm not sure they ever be. Uh, but... <laughs> Uh, they'll be, you, guys, you'll be, you guys will work out the kinks. You'll be able when I grow, to. Uh, when I wake up with hives and shit this, <laughs> tonight and tell you guys, like, you, you guys you, will work out the kinks. You mean when you can't sleep tonight because that's yeah. what's going to happen. Gonna when I sleep night. too well and I don't wake up. Uh, <laughs> where can we find your products? Yeah, you'll find them at uh, Hot Topic probably within a month or so. Okay. And yeah. online if people want to uh, look them up online. You can go to manapotions.com or you can go to thinkgeek.com. Thinkgeek.com. Thinkgeek is blood awesome thing. if you haven't been to Thinkgeek. Yep. You'll spend hours Think on Geek that just uh, surfing it. Yeah. They actually put out the Tauntaun sleeping bag. Can you believe that? You know where that came from, right? Like every they, they do an April Fool's oh, yeah, product April every year. Fool. Yeah. That and then they with actually the put it to market. Yeah. Well. You know, the Ape Ties we That's how that happened as well. That's funny. So guys, Go check out Think Geek. You can order the Mana Potions. You can probably order the Blood Potion too, the, the Blood Drink, right? Yeah, yeah. And then it's just online, coming back in stock. Yep. Goes straight to the source. You go to Mana, Mana Potions.com. Okay, and or uh, Living with Bloodlust. Living with Bloodlust.com. Yeah, just go check out that site if you haven't. Uh, so guys, really that's our show. You can go to Geekscape.net. Get yourself a ten dollar T-shirt, like our very handsome Eli is wearing. And uh, and that's all you got. You got T-shirts. We got it on Facebook, on Twitter. You can follow me on Jonathan London. You can also follow Geekscape at twitter.com/geekscape.net, and uh, Gilmore Geeks uh, twitter.com/briangilmore. So that's how you follow us. Thanks so much for having us, John. No, guys, I'm I'm excited to see that product actually work one day. <laughs> I'm part. Of, I'm glad I'm part of the process. You are. You're, you're part of the process. You're like our green wearing guinea pig. I still can't feel my tongue. You too. So <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>